3-1 pitch is a drive deep to left, way back, it is gone! It is gone! A grand slam for Masters! A grand slam for Masters! Just did it again. They go length of the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. This is the state of Mississippi's moment. The epicenter of excellence in college football. The spotlight never brighter. The stakes never higher. The cowbells never louder than right Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number eight of the Put It in the Vault podcast. I am August Fort, alongside my partners, Bates. Russell Wilson. And we have Noah today. Go Pats. Well, last week was a big week for college football, and let's start with the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving. Huge game, crazy game, one of the craziest games I've experienced as a state game. Truly, just everything was in that game. Noah, I know you're an Ole Miss fan. What were your thoughts on the game? <laughs> well, to be honest, the whole season, John Rice Plumlee's kind of, uh, ever since he started you know, being the starter, he's pretty much dominated any team that he's played against. Had 200-plus rushing yards against LSU. But uh, I don't know, State's defense really decided we're just going to lock down Plumlee today, and they just targeted him all game long, really shut down our offense. I thought it was a good game, but in that last like four or five minutes of the game, it was pretty close. Um, and then Elijah Moore decided to literally <laughs> piss away the game. So, uh, yeah, I don't understand why that was re- very necessary, but it was, it was a good game overall. I, I think it was a bunch of bad football, but you know, the game was entertaining. No, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's that? Throughout that game, did you think that Ole Miss was going to win the whole game? Were you like, oh, we're still going to win, we're still going to win? At halftime, I had every – Y'all had all the all, momentum going into I, the half. Yeah, in the halftime we were tied up, and I was like, we can pull through this. this is, we're going to come back out there just – Feet to the ground, we're gonna go up there and run all over them, and yeah, that didn't exactly happen. So uh, I don't know. We got in that fourth quarter, and y'all, y'all got us at fourth and twenty-four. I thought the game was over right there. I thought it was done right there. Matt Corral, yeah, he was clutch though. Matt Corral, good. Matty Ice, <laughs> 2.0. You no, know, that really reminded me of two is playing the national championship. Yeah, it was almost the exact situation. Similar. It was like third and twenty-four. Yeah, it was like 4th and 26, or 3rd and 26. It was 2nd and 26. 2nd and 26. Second but the 20. difference was is that two had made a touchdown pass to win the game. That was, I mean, it was well, a big play, but it happened on 50 yards apart from each other. Oh, that play could have won the egg ball. That, that, that play should have won the, won the egg ball. It set up the momentum. It set up the field position for Ole Miss to win it right there. Man. And then Elijah Morris decided, you know what, we're gonna, I'm going to get Matt Luke fired and uh, be in this end zone. So. I mean... I know you were extremely nervous that whole game, weren't you? It was really a roller coaster of emotions. I was like, things were riding high there at the beginning, then it, you know, came back neutral at halftime, uh, you know, a whole new ball game. We did, came back out, got the first touchdown in the half, uh, really set the precedent. And then that fourth quarter, we were playing lockdown D until Matt Crow came in, uh, drove him down the field. It, I really thought uh, Ole Miss was going to score, and then Marcus Murphy picked him off there. Uh, <sighs> That was that was very clutch. I think the only good thing about us from that game is our run defense played really good. We were ready and to stop. And our rush offense was good. 
passing, we're, we've uh, been where we are all year. I mean, I didn't I didn't think the... I mean, the we were many, about normal. I think numbers. we were about normal. Kylan, Kylan broke it. I mean, over 100 yards from Kylan and Trey yeah. had two touchdowns running. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it was it was a good performance. Yeah, we're about, I mean, that was expected, though, but I did not expect this to stop the run. And we were clearly prepared to stop John Rice Pumley on the ground, and that really took away a lot of their offense. Now, Ole Miss can't coach either, so that had a big part in the game. They couldn't adjust us being able to stop the run. I don't they think did adjust in the fourth quarter when they put in Matt Corral. I don't and know they if Matt looked Corral good. Was the offense good there. Uh, you know, we the fourth and twenty four was the only like mishap they had, and then they pulled through anyway. So no, we didn't. We didn't pull through. There was Ole Miss lost that game. They, yeah. they we really beat ourselves. They had an unsportsmanlike conduct call in the end zone, <laughs> and then know. missed an extra point. Nothing about Mississippi State won that football game. We did absolutely nothing to win that football game. Except score like, twenty one points. We could have been we could have been not we could have been <laughs> invisible. We could have had zero people on the field and the last they would have lost the game. Because yeah. they would have had to do get on yeah, the well, yeah, extra point. Yeah. We didn't block the extra point. Mm-hmm. It was missed. I, th- I think it was I think it was the raucous environment and the <laughs> oh the threat gosh. of the, the special rock- teams. <laughs> our our special teams really <laughs> stepped up this game. You know, special teams is always just kind of an eh uh, for us, but I mean the punter we really good. good on special teams. Who's the punter? He played good. Tucker Day, he, 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 he was our best player through three games. Three game name, but and then he, terrible. And then he came back, and then, and then he started shanking him and hitting him. Didn't Elijah Moore almost drop a punt? Yeah, he called, no, he, uh, called, he called fair, fair catch after, after catching he, it. What is he doing? After catching it. What is that he was, doing? And that wasn't even his, that was his third dumbest move of the entire game. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see how you get to celebrate, why, why you would ever celebrate like that in the first place. That's so immature and like, that's a disgusting well, act. he's but, channeling DK Metcalf from two years ago. He's not half as good as DK Metcalf or half the size of DK that's Metcalf. That's true, you know, I hated DK Metcalf, but now he's pretty clutch. Yeah, <laughs> now he's a seahawk. Now, now I'm a fan. No, yeah, Elijah Moore had like four or five drops in that game. He had more drops than he had receptions in that game. And then does that disgrace in the end zone and loses the game for us. Catches it. Sees six people about to hit him and goes, that's the worst thing I've ever done. That's crazy. Oh, man. I don't know what he was thinking there. That's Ole Miss football He for wasn't you. thinking. That's the problem. But after this season and after that game, well, we obviously have one more. We have the ball game left. Bates, what is your opinion on Moorhead? Has it changed at all? What? Has my, your, oh, has my opinion. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think... Once again, I I think he's earned like his third year. I mean, we all said if he wins the Egg Bowl, makes a bowl game, he'll be back. Here he is. Um, I think the bowl game will be a big step in the right direction. Uh, should we pull it off, and then you know next year we'll we'll have his team uh, in. We'll have two years of recruits, uh, including Schrader himself. Uh, Kylan, we'll see if he comes back. I don't think that's likely. Um, and so, and he's he's the last of the big um, Mullen offensive weapons. Um, so that's what's going to come. Down to um, no, what we'll do you have think his team of, next year. No, what do you think about Joe as a Ole Miss fan? You know, I don't think he's a good coach, but I don't see how you fire him after this season. I mean, he's had two uh, 500 seasons the past two years here, and made two bowl games. Much higher than 500 last year. It was six and six. Or, no, he was yeah. se- he was seven five. Eight and five. Well, eight and four uh, regular regular eight and four regular eight and four regular season. With arguably the best team eight and four regular Mississippi season. State's ever had last year. Yes, with Fitzgerald. Yeah. Eight and four regular season, eight and four, six and six regular season this year, six, which is six, better six than Mullen's first two years. Yeah, well, you bring that up. Let me go ahead and give my spill on why my opinion on Moorhead has not changed. I know obviously it's irrelevant now because the higher ups have decided to keep Joe for simply beating a terrible 
Ole Miss team. And what I've seen, what has Joe done these two years? He's beat Ole Miss twice. He's beat Matt Luke. Arguably one there of the There we go. He beat, the he, worst. you said all you had to say. He beat Ole Miss twice. But here's the thing. For any team, I don't care who you are, I don't care who your rival is, the goal is to win championships, right? The goal is to win every football game. Not to beat one team a year. Not to beat fat Matt Luke once a year on Thanksgiving. It's a no lineman. In a game where it's not hard to get your guys up to play for. Okay, I mean, it's not hard to get up. For Matt Luke, I mean, he won a big game against our rival. Let's see him do it for 12. He got the guys up for one game. Why can't he do it in the other 11? I mean, he's had two years to do that, and he hasn't shown at all that he can get guys up for other games. Yes, he can. No, nah, he can't. He, he got him up against Auburn and Texas A&M last year. And that was because the defense was NFL what? level. Well, Les Miles won a championship with Nick Saban's LSU. Uh, he, yeah, he, was, I mean, he was just running Mullins. State. That's yeah, all it was. But well, let me let me keep let me keep going. So back to the point that this guy's supposed to be an offensive mastermind. This year, we ranked seventieth in the country in total offense and hundred and twelfth in passing offense. This guy was supposed to reinvent the passing offense. He's supposed to be like a Joe Brady at LSU. That's the kind of stuff that was expected with Joe Moorhead. Instead, we're in the bottom third of the country and passing offense, which is embarrassing. And another thing about Joe Moorhead is the fact that with the fact we did not fire him this year is many big-time coaches are going to be gone after – big-time coaching prospects are going to be gone after this season, including Mike Norvell, because I'm thinking he's going to go to Ole Miss and we're going to watch our rival get the biggest coaching prospect in the country right up the street from us, and that could really come back to haunt us. But that's kind of a different – Take at it. I saw a tweet this weekend about Joe Moorhead versus Matt Luke versus Dan Bond. It was the FPI and the records versus better teams and versus worse teams. And through two years, Joe Moorhead is yet to be a better team, and he has lost to four team, five teams who are worse than State in those games. Matt Luke has lost three games in three years. So, Moorhead's lost more games to worse teams than Matt Luke. And Matt Luke has also won four – no, he's won two games versus better teams. So, if you're looking at that, Matt Luke is a better coach. He doesn't lose to teams. According to FBI – what is? Can you tell me what FBI measures? I, no, this is what I, FBI measures. I've never trusted FBI. Trust staff FBI. That I can't, look, that you can't. That the I don't point understand. is not FBI. The point has nothing to do with FBI. The point is, it's a measuring stick and says, oh, okay, so using this FBI, team, you say Ole Miss is better. I mean, Matt Luke was better catching Joe Moorhead. Yes, he beat the and teams. On, on he the beat fi- the teams he was supposed to. On the field, the on the field, won. Joe Moorhead, Matt Luke, Joe Moorhead's two and out. I mean, I, I don't see how you can make the argument about I care about, about the play. other 11 games we play in a year. Well, yeah, well so if, do if I. Joe Moore has not been the team he's supposed to be. If you look at the other 11 games that we play, Matt Luke has gone 4-8, and 5-7, and, and 6-6. and six. But he's not losing. What has Joe Moore had done? He's, not, he's still not losing. 8-4, 6-6. I six. mean, it's very. I mean, but he's still not losing the teams. Like, you look at the caliber of the teams. Matt Luke's not wasn't losing the teams that were worse than him. He Joe has Moore less. Has op- Ole Miss has less opportunities to lose to worse teams. 
But he's still not losing to them. Yeah, well, when you play six worse teams than you and you beat all six versus when you play, what was it, 14 teams worse than you, then yeah, I mean... Dan Mullen's first two years... You gotta years, have a, a high sample size in order to properly project this. Stuff. Dan Mullen's first two years, he did not lose a single game to a team that was worse than him. Not a single game. According to FPI, which we still don't know what that is. <laughs> this is some measuring stick. It's just, it it's just, exactly, it's just something. It doesn't matter. It still says, okay, this team was worse, this team was better. That's all that matters. I can do that. I can make a ranking right now. Put whoever I want anywhere. So, Morehead is... Do you know the only stat that matters? Wins and losses. I agree. I 100% agree. We're not winning football games with Joe Moorhead. We should have been up. We should have won you 10 lost, games. Okay, so if you just compared Matt Luke's first two years, Ed Mullen's first two years, Ed Moorhead's first two years at the FBI and says Moorhead's the worst. If we look at yes. win-losses, Moorhead's the best. That's true. I really think, but I'm saying you got to account for the quality of the team. And that's what we're looking at. You take into I, account quality of team and how many games you're winning with that quality of team. If you look at quality of the team. Moorhead is by far the worst. Like, no, it's not even close. If you look at the Mullen talent. had the worst team out of those three coaches. The I worst. Agree. He came off a of croon. No talent. I think if Joe Moorhead took over arguably the second worst team, I'd say Ole Miss had the best team in the first year, and that was 2016 Ole Miss was pretty solid. Came off a uh, Sugar Bowl win the year before. Yeah, and had Chad Kelly. Had Chad Kelly, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf. All of them. Yeah, a stacked offense. And the defense, granted, wasn't the best, but our offense made up for it. And you go 6-6, six and six, that's disappointing. And then the next year you go 5-7. And 4-8. And and with, yeah, with possible... With, well, I'm saying 5-7 and seven with the, essentially the same offense. All we lost was Chad Kelly. But we also got Shea Patterson, the number one quarterback in his, dra- in his class. So if you're looking just off like Matt Luke had the best team and also the worst of the two records between him and Moorhead. I, I got a question. I, I think I got a question. the 2016 Ole Miss and the 2017 Mississippi State were very comparable teams. I'd agree. They were. You mean 2018? 2018. 2018. Yeah. Very comparable teams. And Moorhead had two more wins. Last year's team, he won eight games with that team. Eight. Yeah, but what? Eight football what, games. What, what, but yeah, but what were his what were his losses to Bama, LSU, Florida, LSU was Florida, terrible which, last year. Florida, the, was Florida, Florida, we should have won. Should uh, be LSU. LSU mm-hmm. wasn't good last year. They were still running the I formation. They, they LSU yeah. went to. Uh, they were good last year. Yeah, they, they, they were. They, they were in a they New Year's Six year. Bowl. They were seven before they lost to. They were still a New Year's Six Bowl. We beat Auburn and A and M. We should have been a New Year's Six Bowl with the team we had last year. All right, I got a question. What has Moorhead done to show you he can coach in the SEC? That he can compete for SEC West titles and SEC championships? Have a 500 or better record for two years in a row. Oh, that's pretty good. Go to two bowl games. That shows you you can compete in SEC? Oh, yeah. You go to two bowl I think, I think, I think there's one thing that he needs to do. We have a vacant position for $350,000 at the offensive coordinator position. If he goes out and gets a good one like, El- like Orgeron did – with Joe Brady, but more if he just gets a good guy, then boom, we're all of a sudden. More right back thinks up. he's the offensive coordinator, though. Yeah, he is. No, the he is the offensive coordinator right now. But, but what I'm saying sucks. is, he needs to go get one. The offense, because the offense sucks. He has to. He just has to go get one. That's the it, big move, Matt Luke made. We were going in a super downhill direction. We had like the 126th defense in the nation last year, and then uh, Matt Luke went out there and hired a defensive coordinator, uh, and now we're I think 30th or something like that. We're not super far behind. We're we're way better than we were last year, and we're only getting better. And especially if we, since we fired Matt Luke and we're hiring a new head coach, I see it's just getting better and better. But 
No, I, I think if Moorhead makes some good coaching decisions and like hire some actual like an offensive coordinator, maybe switch. Maybe it's time for a change on defensive coordinator yeah. too. Granted, y- y'all played great defense at the Egg Bowl, but and we had the number one defense in the nation last season. I mean, it's I, yeah. I, what I'm saying. By no means do I think Joe Moorhead is our savior all of a sudden, mm-hmm. but. I mean, I think he's done enough to earn himself one more If we more lost the Egg Bowl, you have a completely different discussion right now? Yeah, Matt Luke would still be at Ole Miss, mm-hmm. and Joe Moorhead would no longer be Mississippi State. It's that True. simple. It's that simple. So you, that's, that's not right. I, I don't think you have to be the Egg Bowl's happy. big, but it ain't that big. I think you don't have to be happy with Joe Moorhead, but you can just at least understand like why they're not firing him. Yeah. I mean, is Bama firing Nick Saban because he lost the Iron Bowl? No, he still have two wins. Exactly. It's about winning football games, not about – it's. I mean – Everybody wants to win the rivalry game, but it's about winning football games. About I mean, winning you look championships. At Har- you look at Harbaugh. I mean, Harbaugh's had takeaway Ohio State. He's one of the best Michigan coaches ever. Mm-hmm. But then he's 0 five, and so he's perennially on their hot seat. It's that. Mm-hmm. But that's it, how it works. They hadn't fired him though. Not look, yet. Not, yeah, not yet. <laughs> if Joe Moorhead loses to Ole Miss next year, he's gone. Yeah. If he lost to him this year, he's gone. Unless, unless you have an 11 and 0 record leading up to it, he's gone. That's just. That's just as simple as it is. There's a better chance we have two wins than 11. Mm, I would think they're pretty even. I don't know about that. I feel like 11's a lot of wins. We couldn't win 11 I mean, last year. I mean, LSU are going to be reloading next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it'll, be the, it'll be the most wide open count uh, the West has been in a long time because Bama's finally off of its throne. Uh, LSU looks fantastic this year, but they're going to be losing. Yeah, as soon as they lose. They're going to be losing so many other guys. And, I mean, Auburn Auburn's going to... I'm probably going to be the favorite heading next year for the West. I'd yeah. agree. But Nick's going to be a sophomore and maybe actually be a good passer this year, next year. And I don't know. I'm not too high on Bo Nix. But regardless, I mean, it doesn't really matter anymore because, I mean, Joe got extended. So anything I say right now is kind of irrelevant for the next 12 months until we come back next November. And he has to play in the Egg Bowl again. And then – we start the process right over again. Ah, what I'd really hate to see is if we're in the same situation next year and Ole Miss is in a kind of similar situation, play the Egg Bowl, and he happens to win the Egg Bowl for a third time, and we win the game and we're 6-6 six and six and we keep him again. I think if if he wins the Egg Bowl next year, depending on – if he loses the bowl game this year, beats Ole Miss next year and loses next year's bowl game as well, he's gone. I wouldn't keep him. If you're over three in bowls – you're only making it by by six. Or six he, I records. think if he loses this year's bowl game, that'll be a it that'll be bad play. momentum going it into the next. Play. I don't know. I don't think it really. I mean, whoever we play is not going to be great. Mm-mm. So I just think if we lose that game, people are going to go right back to where they were before the egg bowl. I think possibly they're going to be mad. They're going to be upset, which I think I is agree. a possibility. But only time will tell what will happen with him. But the other big game on Saturday. Was the Iron Bowl? Noah, that was one of the best games we've. That was a great game. That was a phenomenal game. I was watching that while I was playing cards with my family, and we didn't get much car playing done because dang, that was an entertaining game to watch. It really was. I mean, the whole game. I mean, from the opening kick, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I expected Bama to come out and blow them out. And the whole Mm -hmm. game, I was thinking, all right, Bama's finna pull away. Like at the end of the half, when they got. Two quick touchdowns back to back. Yeah. Like, All right, Bama's been a roll. Of, they returned that kick. For, they returned. You got to give a lot touchdown. of credit to Gus Malzahn and Auburn for hanging in there when it did get like that, and then just putting stepping on their throats when they had the chance. Auburn had some big chances that, 
let's be honest, they were mostly lucky. The pick that came off Najee Harris's back and having one second left on the clock before the half, those are both kind of lucky coincidences. But, I mean, they, they know how to take advantage of them and get what they need to get done, done. Yeah, that I mean, ton of credit to Gus Malzahn for winning that football game. I mean, that was arguably just the biggest game for his job, too, because he loses that game. Auburn fans are going to be all over him. He had two wins against Alabama and LSU leading up to that point in his tenure at uh, uh, Auburn. That's crazy. I know I brought it up on here before, but Nick Saban is is great a coach. He might be the greatest coach of all time, but he has never beaten a nine-win Auburn at all. Really? That's that's incredible. That blows my mind. He's never beaten a nine-win Auburn. And, you know, now Auburn won that game, nine wins. He's Mm -hmm. just never done. And I was like, man, I didn't think – I thought at the beginning of the year – Auburn was one of the best teams in the country. I said Auburn is the best team in the country. When they beat Oregon and they looked, their offense exploded versus us, I said this is one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, after the first couple of weeks, Auburn looked unstoppable. And then, and, they they kinda, they, and then they kind of slipped up versus Florida and LSU. LSU. But you know, They didn't two, look bad against LSU. Both those teams are so good. They are. We shouldn't have taken much into that. And, you know, they, just, they hung in there and they iron bowl in Auburn. I think when it came to Florida and LSU, LSU just had that much better of an offense. Auburn's defense has been locked down all year, and then Florida's defense was just – Bo Nix couldn't handle it. Being a freshman quarterback and not that great of a passer right now, just couldn't handle it. Florida's defense that they had going there. Their defensive line is nasty. It's about – it's like ours last year with Jeff Simmons and Montez Sweat. Those guys are studs. They are guys crazy. They'll be top 15 picks easy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, going but going into going back to the Iron Bowl, I thought I thought Bama was pu- pu- gonna pull away with it the first quarter, and I thought it was gonna be wouldn't be that close of a game. But then as the game went on, they really didn't like Alabama football at all. There was I think it's the most penalties they had against. Oh, very undisciplined. Yeah. False was, starts yeah. out the roof. They didn't like Alabama football at all. What did you think about Mac Jones's performance? He at first he looked kind of sloppy to begin the game with. As the game went on, he I mean, he looked a lot like Bo Nix to me. They just kind of look, look like the same quarterback for both teams and just go Yeah, Bama's play calling early in the game, too. They really sheltered him. Mm-hmm. You could tell they were mm-hmm. just – because I think he had like eight attempts for like 11 yards. He made, he made mean, some he good throws, though. They were just short. I'm telling you, I think he can throw the ball. I mean, he made a couple of mistakes. I mean, what can you expect? He's playing at Auburn in the Iron Bowl in his first road start. You're going to throw a couple picks. He just happened to be very unfortunate mm-hmm. that one of them was a 100-yard pick six and another one was a tough. pick six yeah. in the red zone. I mean, you can't do that and win football games. It's really extremely tough to do. And it's just like versus LSU. I mean, they were in that thing until the last second. You turn around a couple of plays in both those games, Bama's in the number one team in the country right now. Yeah, I think I think Auburn's going to be a real scary team next year. They might dethrone Bama and, or, and LSU. And, just, uh, I don't know. It's just still Gus Malzahn and still Nick Saban. I think the bowl game will say a lot about Auburn. Because if they can win the bowl game, that will show, hey, this team's real. I think Auburn's good regardless. Really, they win the bowl game and pick up, what was it, their 10th win now? Yeah. They'll be, they'll be legit. Yeah. But I just think Bama's, Bama's a good team. They beat a good team. Can they continue? Because if they're going to be the best team in the SEC next year, they're going to have to win games like this every week. Yeah. I think, I don't know, it depends on how Mac Jones develops. If Mac Jones develop, develops a little bit of a they run game. They got a five-star true freshman quarterback coming in. They do, and I, a lot of Bama fans think the kid's gonna be the starting quarterback. He's number one. If he's not number one, he's number two. He's but highly touted quarterback prospect. Dual I wouldn't be surprised. Mac Jones didn't do anything to wow me. Like Jalen Hurts when he first started for Alabama, completely shot me. I think Mac Jones can throw the football. All oh right, yeah, though. he got he can. 
I just don't think he has like that that fact. Like Alabama quarterbacks, he's past, he's, he's past two. Jalen Hurts and Tua have just been like that that good, like Heisman contenders. Yeah. And I don't I don't see Matt Jones ever being a Heisman contender. This guy like that. coming in could be a Heisman contender, but he's extremely talented. Yeah, I don't see Matt Jones having that kind of talent. However, he did LSU. I mean, LSU is losing Burrow, but nobody knows what Miles Brennan could be like behind Burrow. But no, speaking on uh, LSU next year, I don't. Yeah, with Burrow gone, they're losing some of their receivers, and is is uh, Edwards Eclair or whatever his name is going, or is he? I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he will. He's he's good. He's real good, but. You know, Tua might come back next year. Yeah, he says, I, I said there's a chance. No he's chance a, he comes back. No, he, 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 he went on record saying, uh, Grant, this isn't a direct quote, but he said that he doesn't want to slip too far down in the draft and he thinks because of his injury he might. And he said there's a risk and reward. His risk would be if he comes back, he get, could get hurt again and drop further down. But his reward, he could be back on top of the charts. So I, don't, I think there's no chance he goes. I, 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 I think he's more likely to stay than he is to go. Hearing that from him makes me think he might stay. It's 60-40, stay, leave. In my opinion, I agree. I don't know. I mean, it's Tua. Yeah, he's Tua. Could be the first. He could, he'll he'll be the first if he doesn't go this year. Though he's already going to be the number one. Absolutely not. Number one prospect for next year. Trevor wow. Lawrence will be the first pick in the draft Absolutely, next year. Yes. That is a hundred percent. They've been wanting they've been wanting to draft that guy since he's in high school. High school. Mm. Yeah. He's mm. your prototypical he's, he's NFL that, quarterback. He's that much bigger. He's that much yeah, faster. They're yeah. gonna go in and put him in Canton. Everyone wants the proto. Everyone wants the prototypical. And then who's turning up the league right now? Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. None of those guys are the prototype. I mean, well, Pat Mahomes kind of was. I mean, big arm. Yeah, slinger, no. gunslinger. He was not the prototype. No one said that until now when he's doing good. Everyone's like, oh yeah. I mean, all the signs were there. But. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is just like Pat Mahomes in a way. Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence big arm. You, you want a winner when you're drafting a quarterback in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence is a winner. So it's two. I, I would. I mean, I would put both of them equally. I would pick two. I would pick two if I had the choice. But I mean, I two is injury prone though. One's one, one. One. The other's two. How many surgeries has he had at Alabama? Just just at Alabama. Three. Yeah. Exactly. Take Trevor yeah, but I mean, he's fixed. But he fixed both his ankles from it. <laughs> fixed both of his ankles. I don't. I don't want that. Someone who's already had a history of injuries coming into my organization when I can have a. Perfectly healthy six six, Goldilocks goddess coming into my football team with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he's six six. That's what I was gonna say. He's huge. I take Trevor Lawrence, but that's something to discuss as year goes on. And if we see if Tua stays or leaves, we're glad to have Jackson on the phone again. Jackson, you were one of the faithful soldiers who picked Auburn to win the Iron Bowl. What really? led you to make that pick, and how did you feel seeing it be proven correct? I didn't think Mac Jones was about that life, but apparently I, I was proven wrong, but Auburn still won the game. Did you think that Auburn can go out there and score as many points as they did? Oh, definitely not. Their offense has been like pretty anemic so far this year, so I was surprised that they went out and scored points, but Bama's defense is as good as they have been in years past. Yeah, they they really struggled in that game. And did you think Mac? So you said Mac played better than you thought he would? Oh yeah, he was making some pretty good throws. Uh, first time uh, during the game, I was listening on the radio. I was in the car, but uh, I watched it a couple times when I got home. It was just all, overall, it was a really great game. Um, Auburn's defense made some plays that really won them the game. Yeah, their defensive line, we were talking about this just a couple minutes ago, their defensive line 
is one of the scariest D-lines I've ever seen. Big Cap, Marlon, uh, Marlon Davidson, uh, Derek Brown, bunch of bunch of dudes on the D line. Oh yeah, those the, the dudes are massive. So do you think Auburn's gonna be a contender? Uh, Garrett Smith said they're football guys. They 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 are football guys. Do you think Auburn's gonna be the favorite in the West next year? Uh, I mean, no. I think they. They're losing all four of those, all four of their D linemen. I think that's and what I was saying. Was, but the offense is going to take so a step. So I, I mean, if Bo Nix can take a big step, I think they'll be top three in the West. I think, but I think Bama's going to come back with a vengeance. I, people are saying, you know, Saban has lost it. I, I don't see that at all. No, I 100% agree. He hadn't lost it at all. So you're saying Bama's going to? You think Bama's going to be the team to beat next year in the West? I think so. I think LSU might take a step back with Joe Burrow not being there, but I could be wrong. It could uh, it could uh, produce a lot of good quarterbacks? I don't know. It really depends on Joe Brady stays uh, or not. I think he will. I think they're paying him a lot of money. So I mean. yeah, he's he's finna wake up a very rich man. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely transformed that offense, but. I think Florida might be a team to definitely keep an eye on next year. They've had back-to-back 10-win years. I think Kyle Trask has really proven himself this year. They're, Felipe yeah. Franks is gone. They were not going to have to worry about a quarterback controversy. So, Let me tell you what. I miss uh, Dan Mullen like I miss Oxygen, dude. Like, uh, <laughs> it is, I miss him so much. He, he's done great things in Florida. We I, I didn't – I don't think we realized how good of a coach we had. I know I didn't for sure. I didn't realize that this oh, guy was good. Dude, like, people, I'm just reading through the message boards the past couple of years with Mullen. Uh, you know, people just took him for granted. He's, you know, people view him as an elite coach at uh, Florida, but they never viewed him as an elite coach at Mississippi State, and that's really what he was. You know, he got the most out of our talent there, and that, it was kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, he took us to number one, and that's something we've never done before. And that that should, says a lot about Dan Mullen. I think I think this year more fans have, are coming to appreciate Mullen. Last year was more just you know out of spite because he left us. But I think the more the longer that he's the longer it is since he's been gone, I think more people have come to appreciate him and what he did here. Yeah, I mean, he did did great things and. I know personally it's it's really hitting now that we got Joe and really missing Dan right about now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not cheering for Joe Moorhead's downfall at all. Honestly, it would be much better for the program if he succeeds here, but, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot so far that says that he will succeed here. Do you think Ole Miss is going to get Mike Norvell? I think he's going to Florida State. Florida State. You think he go to Florida State over Ole Miss? I mean, Memphis, Ole oh, Miss. Florida State's got more money than Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh, I I just it's probably a better situation, better recruiting down in Florida. You're right. You who do you, who do you think Ole Miss will get? I think they'd be stupid to not hire McIntyre or uh, Rich Rod. Just promote one of them. McIntyre is a, in a uh, the head coach as of right now until we he's the official one. He's our uh, intern head coach. But um, what about Deion Sanders wanting to be the Florida State head coach? When was that? That would out? be something. I could see, I could definitely see him being like a player, like a like a player's guy. Yeah, kind of like Penny Hardaway at Memphis right now. Huh? Kind of like Penny Hardaway in college basketball. 
Oh, yeah. Like, he, I think he would do great with recruiting, for sure. Like, even just having him on staff would be beneficial for Florida State. He would recruit the crap out of college. Oh, yeah. Everybody would want to come play for him. Oh, yeah, dude. This, the, like, the amount of swag Dion has that, that would bring to their program would be crazy. Yeah, that'd be a sight to see. For sure. Well, Jackson, we appreciate you calling in, man. No doubt, man. Thank you all for having me. No problem, bro. Let's now move on to the games of this weekend, the conference championship games. Let's start with the ACC championship, Clemson and Virginia. Will this one have any chance of being close, guys? No. Absolutely not. This is going to be... The one I don't tune into. Clemson's got this one wrapped up. The line's 27. You take that cover? Nah, it'll be close. To 27. I mean, yeah. Three. it's going to be a three to four score game. Nah, so, but the way Clemson's been, been playing, I say Clemson wins by at least 30. I say they win by 30. Easy. They, 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 they won their so last like, four or five I, games I think, by 45. I mean, yeah, I mean, they should. I mean, you know, late garbage oh, touchdown okay. by Virginia, you know, takes the. Well, the way Davo Sweeney was talking, he's talking like they still got something to prove, and he's gonna come out like his pants. And that's 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 a lot. Of, that was crap. That's I coaching. Mean, I don't know what he was doing. Garbage, whatever. But I still think I think Clemson gonna come out and they'll beat the brakes off of them. Yeah, yeah that, it, it won't be. Cool. Virginia, I mean, they will. They will come out. Virginia, they'll come out strong. I don't. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, Virginia's championship was last weekend versus Virginia Tech to get to I the agree. get to get to this game. So that'll probably be the most boring game of the week. Another. The big one, I think this one's on Friday night. Oklahoma and Baylor in the Big 12 Championship. I think this is going to be the most interesting one. Uh, I still think Oklahoma's favored to win. But I would do say this with certainty. If Baylor wins and Georgia loses to LSU, uh, Baylor's going to be the fourth team in. Baylor was up huge on them when they played the regular season. You think Baylor can win and hold on to some? I I don't think they're going to go big like last time. I mean, Oklahoma gifted them the game and then still came back and won somehow. Uh, I think this one's going to be back and forth. Uh, no team's going to get off to more than a two-score lead at any point. But uh, I think Oklahoma's going to pull it out in the end. I, I think Baylor's got it. Baylor's my pick, too. So, pick Noah's got Baylor. I got Baylor. It's hard to beat the same team twice. It's, it's going to be a close game, but I think Baylor's got it. I've got – this is really tough. I think Jalen Hurts is going to make one more big play than Baylor at the end of the game. So I thought I got Oklahoma winning. I think Oklahoma will be the fourteen in the playoff. Honestly, I think Baylor should be the fourteen in the playoff. I think it'll be Baylor. So at least got, we're all. Baylor. Least, oh, yeah. If Baylor win, Baylor's the fourteen. Yeah. Baylor's at least we're all saying. Sure. At least we're all saying that the winner of the Big Twelve. No, I'm not saying it. that. I'm saying if Oklahoma wins and it comes down to because Utah and Alabama, Oklahoma have very similar resumes. It's going to come out who had the stronger performance in the championship game. Well, that's an interesting take. Let's talk about that game right now. Oregon and Utah. Are you expecting Utah to win? I think Oregon's going to win this one. I really do. But, I don't know. You mean, I have, I'm going to be honest with you. I've watched exactly zero Utah games this year. I don't know. I haven't watched a um, single Pac-12 game. I watched Oregon play Arizona State, and that's it. Yeah, the Pac-12 after dark is past my bedtime. but uh, You don't have a bedtime. <laughs> so, but... I mean, just from what I've seen, uh, Oregon has the better athletes. Yes, they had a slip-up versus Arizona State, just like Utah had a slip-up versus USC, and then Oregon also has the loss to a good Auburn team. So, I think Oregon pulls this one out. No, who do you like in that one? I like Oregon. I think their they're only loss before, obviously, Arizona State is uh, Auburn, and 
that was a close game. And to opening be honest, week. I mean, uh, op- opening week, it's, it's hard to judge teams based off that. But um, they did not look good it, versus it, Arizona State. They, they well, they lost on a good big play. Like and it's the same way when they lost to Auburn. It was just one big play they allowed to slip up. And I think if they can keep that from happening like they did the other ten games this season, they can they can hold off Utah. See, this is another extremely tough one. I, I think this is about as 50-50 as it gets. I think Utah's going to win. I think it's going to be close, but I think Utah will pull this one out. Utah's a better defense. I think that. Oregon will not be able to – I think they'll fold down the stretch just like they did versus Auburn, just like they did versus Arizona State. And I think it's going to be really close. I wouldn't be surprised to see Oregon up big or a couple touchdowns and then Utah fight their way back in and win this game. I think it'll be super close. It'll be under. I think it's spread right now in this game. Uh, I think it's around a touchdown. I, I don't think it'll. Uh, Utah's not beating them by a touchdown if they do win the game. But I do like Utah in that one. In the Big Ten, we have Ohio State and Wisconsin. Will this one have any chance of being close? They've already played once this year, and Ohio State just absolutely rocked them. Um, unless they can come out. You, and do you know what the score was the first time they played. It wasn't worth remembering. They they beat them by several touchdowns. It wasn't. It was wasn't it like forty two to seven or something like that. It was. They, it was something to seven. It, yeah, I think it was like thirty one seven. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But and what and what was held to like Ohio State? What of Ohio State's lowest scoring games all year? I mean, it was. I think if Ohio State goes out there and stops Jonathan Taylor, it's not going to be close. Yeah, I mean, that's Jack, all they have. Jack Cohn is now Justin Fields. They beat them thirty eight to seven in the regular season. Yeah. That's a beat down. Ohio State about thirty points. Ohio State should get the I mean Wisconsin, I can see them making a few plays, uh, keeping it interesting early on, but I think the second half. I, I see it's similar to the Ohio State Michigan game. Uh, it was pretty interesting there at halftime. Uh and then Ohio State just absolutely rolled. I think the only team that could have beat Ohio State would have been Minnesota if it if they wouldn't have lost. If Minnesota came in there undefeated and Dude, they, I don't think anybody's beating Ohio State in the Big Ten. They think, look that good. So. Only way their defense if, is good. If Minnesota just had that momentum, then that's the only way I yeah, can see that, it. They've got playmakers on defense. They, they, they do got they three. They got three Heisman finalists on that team potentially. So I mean, you're looking at players. You're not. You're probably not going to find a better team in the country than mm-hmm. Ohio State. The only problem is Ryan Day's first year head coach. Or is it second year? Yeah, it's, it's his first year. First year, they got better than when they had Urban. He, he is not. He also coached some games last year when Meyer was suspended. But I mean, he hasn't lost any games. Mm. Well, I'm in, just saying, in terms his of the playoff, short tenure, he's 15 and 0 or something like that. I think. He didn't feel any pressure all year in any game, so we don't know how he's going to perform when he needs to win the game in the big moment. Well, so. he had played Penn State, had to play Michigan. I mean, they were they were big games. They weren't close. They, 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 they weren't close games at all. And you don't have to if you're good enough to blow See, when it comes out to, to it, blow I like, out I like, big games, then you don't have to worry about close mm-hmm. decisions. Then. Yeah, I like I like Coach O. I like LSU over Oklahoma. I mean Ohio State right now. I think I do like LSU Tennessee. over Ohio State, but not I like Ryan Day over Coach O. Right now, in terms of who's got the best chance of winning the playoff, I think it's LSU, then Clemson, then Ohio State. No, it's close. No, that's what I think. I think it's. I do think LSU's one. Uh, LSU and Ohio State are so close. I think Clemson is a definite third, and then whoever the fourth team is in is going to be happy to be there. Ohio State has won every single game this season by double digits, and has it? They haven't had a close game all year long. Whereas right. LSU's been the same minus that Texas game when Alabama rolling, and, and Auburn and, and yeah, Florida. They, no, they, they, beat, they beat LSU Florida by uh, by double SEC. digits. They beat SEC. Auburn they, only by seven. They beat Auburn by seven. But Auburn's good. Auburn Auburn's very underrated. Oh, Auburn's underrated, but I mean Ole Miss—they beat Ole Miss by four. 
So, it was more than that. It was, it was Ole Miss 24-20. Hey, we didn't bring that up. Ole Miss 24-20? Mm-hmm. No. The, oh, Auburn? Yes. Oh, Auburn. oh, yeah. Auburn. I thought we were talking about LSU. I was like, no, 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 Look, they've played We did not bring that up. Auburn very well could have lost to Ole Miss, which makes no sense. I mean, it but they uh, didn't. Football doesn't so, make sense. They didn't. They, so it but yeah. LSU, LSU's had several close games this year, and Ohio State's played just three, as good teams and haven't. And hasn't had a close game. Yeah. So I, I say Ohio State's my clear favorite to win the uh, playoffs. If they don't, it's going to be LSU. And then Clemson, just from experience. I, I can take Ohio State, LSU. Can we all agree? Two, can we all agree that those three teams are th- three phenomenal teams? I, I, any yeah, given Ohio State year, and LSU are both phenomenal. You don't like Clemson in that game? I, I think they're good, but I mean, I. They could be just as good as them. I don't know. I have zero. You stand about Clemson and Bama. Here we go. Clemson and Bama are both tied with Akron for wins over AP Top 25 teams. You know what's special about Akron? Akron is the only winless team in college football this year. <laughs> uh, I mean, but you know what Clemson was last I know it's you're talking about last year, but still. I mean, they won the championship last year, and they haven't lost the game yet. I think that should be important. They're, I think yeah, not losing a game yet is important. The winning championship last year, not as much. Um, they're twenty. They're on a twenty-seven game win streak as of right now, which is pretty right, impressive. The last time a championship but, a champion repeated was, I think that was Bama, eleven, twelve, something like that. Maybe, but either way, I don't see Clemson's a good team. They haven't shown it against like a, a big big opponent this year. However, I do agree that uh, I'll give them this. They beat the team that lines up opposite of them. They beat, they beat the last three or four opponents by 45 points, so that, that shows you something. We're going to find out real quick come the playoffs how good these teams are, but there's one game left, the big one, the SEC Championship, LSU and Georgia, number two versus number four, huge game. The, can Georgia win this football game? I think there's definitely a path uh, to victory. Great defense and controlling the ball. I Last I checked, though, Swift is still out. Uh, and then that their big time receivers has been in the first half for fighting. It's gonna be hard for them to move the ball in the first half. They're gonna have to for them to control the ball. They're gonna have to move the ball. I don't know if they'll be able to move control the ball. Control. I think guys. they're gonna have to run it good. Uh, keep LSU off the field, and then you know just play stellar defense. Keep it close in the first half, and then just get the ball last. No, I agree. Yeah, Can Georgia win. I don't think Georgia's going to win. I think the only way Georgia wins is if Joe Burrow just decides to have not a Joe Burrow game. If Joe yeah. Burrow just comes up there and decides to start throwing more picks than receptions, then... LSU should win by three touchdowns. Easy. But, but I mean, Georgia has a chance. Georgia's, I think LSU's going to win. But. Georgia, I don't think, deserves to be number four as of right now. I think they're number four, so the SC Championship will be a better game. It'll get more people to watch than being number four. They, they lost to South Carolina. They, they've played everybody close. I think Georgia's defense is extremely good. I think their offense is really... Struggled this year more so than in previous mm-hmm. years, especially. I think Georgia's a good football team. I think they deserve to be number four. I think they they prune it over the course of the year. I think they're better than Oregon, Oklahoma. They're all they're all Utah. right there together. I think Georgia. Yeah. I think Georgia's force is that because everyone's expecting Georgia to lose. So right now the four spot isn't anyone's to lose. It's all going to be earned uh, by one of those I three agree. teams remaining. No, that's I, why. That's why they're there. I agree with you. I think Georgia could win this game. I mean, I think if they played their butts off and they came out hot. Kirby Smart coached best game of his life. I'm like, George could very well win this game, but I think LSU's got too much firepower. I don't think they might be able to slow this offense down, but they're going to slow it down. But if their offense has to get the ball right back, that defense is going to tire out. And then LSU will just score on them quick. It'll get bad in a hurry. Yeah. But I'm 
I'm hoping it's a good game, though. I mean, it is number two versus number four, so maybe it'll live up to the rankings. It's definitely going to be the game of the weekend to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Them and Baylor and Oklahoma will be the And Cincinnati and Memphis. What a match. Uh, what a rematch. I think Cincinnati's going to win. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Look, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm going to go out on a live here, and I'm going to say I'm more most excited to watch Utah and Oregon because I haven't watched either of them all year. And the winner of that probably be, still won't. The winner of that could be in the playoff. Uh, I mean, if I mean, Utah wins, if they Utah got wins, yes. if Utah wins, they got a chance. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Utah could be in the playoff very Absolutely. easily. If, if if Baylor wins and Utah wins, Baylor gets in. Easy. If Baylor wins, Baylor's in. Yes. You think it's that easy? Okay. Unless Georgia wins. If Georgia wins, Georgia then wins. LSU and Georgia are both in. But if, if as long as LSU wins, is college football rigged. No, no, no. LSU is as authentic as it gets. Uh, not LSU. College football is as authentic as it gets. So you don't think the SEC will make LSU lose so we can get two two teams in? No, because if you're saying college football is rigged, then, I mean, the Pac-12 would have told Arizona State not to beat Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe the SEC is rigged, not Pac-12. I mean, it's more likely, going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's a conspiracy theory, but that's all we have for today. Thank you. For listening, it's been a fun episode, and we look forward to having all of you again next week.